the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network presents. Take a seat and buckle up, folks, because Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn are here to violate your ear holes with more indie wrestling, pop culture, and pee-pee humor than you could possibly mentally or emotionally prepare for. You're here for reviews, interviews, nonsense, and more nonsense. It's the IndieCast! What's up, sluts? Woo-hoo! That's Woo-hoo! it. That's the whole show. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. The end. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the fastest show ever. Right. We are the most uh, efficient podcast out there. there you thank go. you. Thank you. Um, but welcome back, everyone. We are once again collectively recording, which is fucking groundbreaking. I think Same. I've been on the show more this year than I was all of 2019. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am about really to guarantee that's the case. <laughs> yeah. so. I'm really trying to make the effort to bring it back. I'm bringing it back in. Um, yep. Yeah, so um, that's it. That's the whole show. Welcome back, mate. Um, <laughs> oh, we got it. Yeah. So, my, I've got a question to derail the show. Oh, okay. Oh, oh good, because so I did not think about it. Go ahead, derail away. So it recently came out on social media that Dirty Dutch Mantel is looking to start up his podcast again. Uh-huh. Nice. So, as a collective, and we don't have to stick with just Dirty Dutch, but if you had to have a classic wrestler or manager be the official fifth host and was on every week, mm-hmm. Ooh. who would it be? Oh, okay. Ooh, um, ooh, I take. Wow, nobody, and obviously we're not, uh, and and we're we're doing with somebody that's actually like living in here with us. We're not doing like the final, the final two questions. Where well, like, I, was say, I feel like it has to be alive because uh, otherwise it would be like us in a Ouija board. It, well, it would be like three votes for like Eddie Guerrero or Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> But which version of Macho Man would you like? Okay. Uh, How coked second. up would you want your Macho right. Man to be? Yeah, as coked as possible. Um, <laughs> I mean, pretty much. <laughs> damn, live. Actually, the funny part is, even de- dead, I don't actually. I wouldn't pick Eddie or yeah. Macho. Surprisingly, um, it's a lot of testosterone li- for the living mind. right now, though. Um, Damn, I'm trying to think of somebody that would be like that would actually like carry a mic and do and be good with it. That's the thing because you got to get somebody that can talk. So like, no, no matter my love for the overall wrestling ability of one Stan the Lariat Hanson, who gets name dropped on this show all the time, um, he was never quite known to be a talker. So I, I don't know how interesting that would ultimately be. I, I think if we're going. I have a dumb answer. Give me that dumb answer. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> Between I, Hawk and Animal, which was the one who went, wow. Well, the yeah. one who went, wow, is yeah. the one who's dead. So you'd, oh, have, to go with, you'd have to go with Animal. Because I was like, that'd be such a great way to like segue topics. That's true. We're like, I don't know, man. How much more do you think people are going to flip with uh, Joey Ryan's dick? Hawk? Well. Yeah, see, that's that's what I was shooting for. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, you'd be stuck with Animal. Damn it. Nobody? Nobody yeah. else has an answer? Did I stump her? This is the first stump question no, that I've ever asked. Great question. This is a good stumper. Um, I derailed the whole fucking show. Mission accomplished. Well, I was going to ask if a Pop-Tart is a calzone. Oh, that's another great question. Thank um, you. The answer is yes, it is. Yes. It is. 
And it's indeed a fruit calzone. Yeah. Um, I would want uh, The Rock as our fifth host. Okay. So he's charismatic and good looking. Shouldn't you want the fifth host to be in record at the Allen compound and with her specifically? Yeah. For this for this purely audio form of entertainment, the looks of the rock very important. I would second that vote with the condition being we Skype video with the rock, and the rock has to be in full Scorpion King garb. No, I would go silk shirt, sunglasses, throw a t-shirt over the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. Uh, I would want, if we're going with the rock on that one, I would want, uh, what was the school he was in, where he was, like, in the full, like, Polynesian gear at the end? Or I want him, actually, you know what? I lied. I want him in in, uh, blue streamer Rocky Maya via gear. There you go. Ooh, Okay. So is this going to be like the new question of like, all right, which, which Eddie, which Macho Man, and which, which Rock? rock? Yeah. Well, uh, my answer was going to be, I want, um, I want the Undertaker as our fifth host, but only in that one, uh, like promo where he's just building the coffin for Kamala. So the whole time <laughs> while we're trying to talk, he's just banging away on a fucking coffin. He's being a carpenter. Yeah, he's yeah. just being a good carpenter. Or like digging a hole. Like, yeah, exactly. okay, thanks, Taker. Oh, that's um, funny. God, man. Chad uh, still hasn't come up with one. Come on, like, This has been so my many... favorite stumping question thus far of the, of the show. No. Because, like, there's so many people we could go with on this one here. Like, Jake, probably Jake the Snake Roberts. If I had a choice of, okay. like, I can pull anybody, Jake would probably be amazing. To, uh, second choice would probably be Raven. And honestly, third choice on this one, um, for me, and it's it's a bit of an off one, but it's and, and it's only because of our past relationship with this gentleman, would be Danny Birch. I think Dan, oh, yeah. Danny Birch, Danny Birch on this show would be wonderful. But again, we have a we have previous relationship with him, but so Here's we know the how, problem. how if you if you have Danny Birch on the show, then technically you need six hosts because Danny Birch won't do the show. Unless Jody Christofferson is also on the show. <laughs> I won't because, do the show unless Jody Christofferson's on the show. Because Chris Christofferson's <laughs> wrestling son, Jody, according to Danny Birch, tells the greatest stories that have ever been told. Uh, can confirm, by the way. We've been privy to some of those, and they're phenomenal. So well, that's, then, that's, so, that's then Let me take a moment to put this out in the universe, because I, I don't know how I've ever missed hearing that before. Uh, Jody Christofferson, if you'd like to be on the show... Please, I, please, I, I will be putting that out on Twitter later because yeah, let's make that, that happen. That would be amazing. No, he is, uh, he is super fun. Amazing, yeah. We what fucking shows were those? Was that ACW? Yeah, of course it was ACW. Oh, God, how? It was ACW in the um. Yeah, the all sports arena, the all sports which arena, by got, the way is a kitty hockey ring. Yeah, a little kid hockey ring. But there's no way I can say this without sounding mean, so we might yeah, edit this we'll later. Just... But like, how the fuck did ACW get him? But like. He and Martin Stone would just, like, chill out before shows, and, like, Martin Stone would just be like, hey, tell them about the time blah 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 happened, and it would be something insane, and we'd be like, what? And then Jody Christofferson would tell this fucking insane story about his life, and it was just the fucking best. I would say if there's anybody... That was so cool. If there's anybody in pro wrestling who's close enough to being the Big Lebowski, I would say it's Jody Christofferson. (laughs) Like, just getting into crazy things, and he's just like... Living's living, man. I don't have to tell you. Get a beverage here, man. Rug really tied the room together. That's true. Those warthog teeth really tied the room together. Right? Right.
Well, yeah, so there we go. There's that. That was the show. Everybody. That's it. Yeah. Fuck. Gosh, we're well, killing it today. Uh, so, uh, <coughs> well, no, uh, for this week, everybody, actually, this is the IndieCast After Dark. Obviously, it is the yes. four of us here. Uh, I'm going to call, the, I, I think I've officially dubbed this the social media edition. Um, and actually, I give 100% credit to uh, one Duchess von Fingerbang herself, Luna, for coming up with the topics Hi, on you. this one. Uh, talking about uh, some uh, social media, how that works uh, as it pertains to being, you know, a wrestler and things like that. So, uh, Luna, why don't, I'll, I'll let you kind of start the start the conversation off with your topics here. Oh, hey, sure. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, social media is pretty much everybody's source of everything now from news information, cool shit that happened, who's canceled now, you know, who fucked up light most recently. Yep. You know, all of that stuff. Um, you know. Yeah, it's like it's it's it is what it is, um, in both in good and bad ways, and especially because you know we're tying things into wrestling, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into social media in general as far as like maintaining your presence or staying relevant or creeps, you know, all kinds of things. Um, so I have a couple of like bullet points to like kind of cover, I guess. Okay. So we can, I'm going to go th- blow through those just so I can sort of sum up this like word vomit I'm doing now. Good. And then we can like break it down and kind of go through all of our bullshit. And I'm going to try not to make it too like schooly. Cause like, I don't want to come across as like, I'm going to learn you something about social media, but like, eh, I've got a couple of points. So initially uh business versus personal social media accounts, having worked in a very stalkery office position and being the assistant to the CEO of a multi-million dollar company, it was imperative to have business versus personal social media accounts because I don't need them to see my weird fucking bullshit or ask me what I do on the weekends. So you can have a professional like face that you put out there for the normal people or if a client happens to Google your name, fucking God forbid, versus who I really am after the nine to five ends. Right. Um, And how we can, obviously that can apply to wrestling also. Um, That online can't be your only promotional tool. Because right, even are. though it's easy and it's convenient, it doesn't always work. Just doing that or just banking on that. Um, and then drawing the line between work and shoot as far as it pertains to how you interact and what you post on social media and things like that. And then using the platform to take a stand, like our very good friend and unofficial other host of the IndieCast, David Starr, and how the internet has been used, especially in the last six months, to help purge all of the fucking creeps and pedophiles out of wrestling. Right. Excellent. So um, why don't we start right back at the top then? So business versus uh, personal uh, accounts. I know that this is something that I've seen a few times because I'll be on Facebook and I'll see a picture of a wrestler that I know fairly well with a name that I do not recognize. And I go, (laughs) ew, no. And then I hit ignore and don't do that. Um, because I don't want to know that. Yeah, shoot Damon still freaks me out. Like, I see somebody's real name. I'm like, ooh, Icky, I don't know you like that. Um... (laughs) But especially for, I mean, it really applies to everybody, but especially I say for female wrestlers, because fucking people are creeps. So, like, keep creepers out of your shit. Like, always make a fan page. That way you can direct people there. It's one way for them to interact with you. Yes, it's a pain in the ass to manage two accounts, because you have, like, your regular bullshit meme and shit posting that you post on your regular personal accounts. Meme and shit posting. Or that could just be me. Um, And then you've got your business page or your fan page or whatever it is. And that way you can maintain, like, your social schedules. Um, you're obviously promoting shows that you're on. Post cool photos you get from Speedy because you're Long getting good shoot. photos from Speedy. Yeah. You know, and shit like that. And um, 
it, just like having that level of like drawing the line between fan accessibility and what people can and can't know about you because like people will always be dicks you know what i mean right. so like even if you have them on your personal facebook or like oh well i don't want to make another account whatever i'll just use this one like it's blurring that weird line when people think they have access to you in a way that they probably shouldn't now question for the group here chad okay. you decided long long ago to go balls to the wall and just be chad allen in right. all forms and, and fashions. Um, have you run into any kind of difficulties with that? Has there been anything that's been weird or, or, or an issue? And I guess, Shelly, the same thing for you, since you guys both put your, you know, your names out there. Shelly lives a way cooler life than I do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so um, is there, has there been any kind of weird issues or overlap or anything, any dangerous stories that we should know about? Actually, very funny that the, the room splits for the couples between shoot naming and not shoot naming here. Damn right. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you got you guys both have work names that you use for you know your social media. Like, very smart on that one. Yeah. I pertains to my outward setup for like a podcast and wrestling news radio network and stuff like that. No, but. I'm a fat, white, beardy guy, so I don't know if that's going to be, you know, I'm necessarily the one somebody's going to be looking after. The closest I have right now is uh, probably one skinny van. But that's okay. Well, more when he's on the show in a few weeks, and he's going to bring his shine box for me. But uh, yeah, I was going to say, we'll, we'll cross uh, that bridge when we get there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, uh, we'll see how that goes. But no, uh, no, I don't. I, I haven't had anything. The funniest part is the worst I've ever had with my shoot profile and stuff like that was actually when I was admin in Cult of Kayfabe because we got the, the site got attacked once and a bunch of people cloned all the admins Facebook pages. Oh, I remember so that. Yeah. That's why my Facebook page is very much locked up now was because of that. <laughs> where they took pictures off my profile and copied a lot of what I had on there. So a lot of what I have on there now is very secretive. And for you to even make a friend request, you have to already be friends with somebody else I'm friends with type of thing. So you can't just randomly find me and request me. You, you, you have to go out of your way to, to get to me in that method. Um, so that's probably the worst I've had. And thankfully that got cleaned up pretty quickly. Um, honey, you just get creeped normally. I don't know if it has I anything mean, to do with the podcast. You right. Just... <laughs> like, any day that ends in Y is a day that somebody slipped into my DM with something unnatural to say to try to catch my attention. Something unnatural. It's yeah. always like, cause, because now it's 2020. Guys feel they need to step their game up. So, like, literally, I get messages that are all kinds of gambit of things to try to get my attention. For me to open this email and read it, or me to open this message, or me to accept their friend request. And look, nine times out of ten, I'll go to their page. If it looks like a wrestler's page, I'll accept it, which has sometimes gotten me into trouble. Right. But for the most part, like, if, if other than that, and we don't know each other, like, I can't easily recognize how I know you, yeah, man, you can keep walking. Right. Like, but yeah, every. Every day I get bombarded with just creepazoids. So it doesn't matter. And I'd like to at least state for also for, for my record, you know, for my setup, um, the, the good thing about me is, is versus like, you know, for, for you guys, 
if you go to like Google and try to search me and you go look up Chad Allen, oh, you're gonna get a hundred. Well, there's there uh, specifically there was an actor who was very famous in the who was pretty famous in like the '80s and '90s specifically, named Chad Allen, who was on like the show uh, Eight Is Enough. He was on uh, like Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh, uh, you have to know his whole fucking right, filmography, no, right? Like, yeah. that's he, like uh, well, and uh, like he. Was one of those actors come out as gay like before it was more acceptable. So the fact that okay. it was you know at the time frame when he did it, big news. So like okay. so if you look up my name. Good luck finding me exactly. Like you have to really know what to search to come across anything <laughs> of my profile. And really, you're probably okay. searching the indie cast in that instance. But um, Shelley, on the other hand, I well, I don't know. Oh, Shelley no. Allen's a pretty common name too. So. Michelle Allen is super common, and right. there's a thousand of them. Right. Um, because I put Shelley in the middle, uh, it confuses and helps people find me. I don't know. Right. And at any time, I could burn my whole profile down. Like I, right. it doesn't matter to me at all. So like, I guess I don't really care. You know, when I get weird requ- requests right. or like whatever, like. I'm not really worried about it. To me, I'm like, uh, this is a thing I could totally leave and not feel bad about. Right. So now, for, for a lot of wrestlers out there, obviously, yeah, I, I, it's probably not the time frame. Though it shouldn't be your only aspect in contact, like we're, you know, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But it definitely should still be a major point of contact for you. But I agree with Luna completely. You need to have a fan page or a character page or something like that. Um, to separate it up and uh you know and that should be that and if you really need a, a shoot page you know you know a page with your actual name on stuff make sure your security is like yeah the person the we talked to about having your grandma on facebook uh that would be uh one of the hooligans when we I love the, the chat always remembers because yeah. i was like i remember somebody saying like god i wish i could remember exactly what he said but it was something about like fuck your grandma just like wow. you having her on her facebook yeah. or something like that and i was like god that was funny but yeah similar concept of like if you want to have your actual family then yes do that but then keep a separate page for fans and creeps and assholes like and i and i hate to like narrow it down to you know hey women's wrestlers you you should really, you know, watch out for right. that and make sure that, like, if you really have to have a, a regular page that, again, you've got it locked to the brim because the creeps and assholes will go to your fan page and then make sure they find that, find your regular page right. to really try to stalk the shit out of you. So. Exactly. Or those fans who like to think that they're friends right. or right. just stalk them because we know a couple of those. And then they'll weasel their way through everybody's Facebook and go, all right, well, this person's friends with that person and that's who this is and get there from there. So, like, just keep your shit on lockdown, man. Right. Or just quite honestly, I don't know, for social media. I, I mean, again, and some people have had the social media before they, be, you know, became famous. Right. You can't see my air quotes, but they're there. Um, <laughs> You know, as famous as you can be on the independent wrestling I know, I guess. Uh, some people are better at that than others, but um, I don't know. Like I said, fuck your grandma. Maybe they, right. maybe maybe the hooligans were right. We're uh, paraphrasing here. Yeah, I just don't want to see your personal ish. Like, right. come on, man. Kayfabe's a real thing. Can we just keep it a, like well and alive? Like, I don't, I don't want to know about your, you know, second cousins bar mitzvah like i don't yeah no so i just i just want you to have the professionality to like have your own page for that and then 
know that you're an independent contractor and like what you should do with your business right slash marketing exactly and that does bring up um no go ahead sorry oh no i'm like just think of it as a job like yeah it's a job and it brings it to another point as far as like having either like a fan page or you know i mean the fan page is the best option so having one of those but to gimmick or not to gimmick because there are people like levi everett who are awesomely gimmicked on his fucking facebook and social media because levi everett is amish as fuck so he doesn't Therefore, know what Facebook is. Yeah, he doesn't but know that shit. Exactly. His agent or handler or his representative does. And so he handles Levi Everett's social media. And I adore that. And that's a great way to like make your social media have a, a standout point to your gimmick. Right. Like that's wonderful. It makes perfect sense. Most of the wrestlers we meet are like, oh yeah, I slapped some pictures on a page. Like, go look at it. Right. I'm going to call it a day. Yeah. I just want them to put some effort towards it. At least Levi has put some, you know, brain power towards what he's doing there. So, well, his representative has. Right. Levi doesn't know what that is. He's currently bugging milk so that it can be, you know, turned into butter here soon. Or Or building doors to be used in death matches. There you go. Or painting painting birdhouses to to sell it as, as merchandise table. Um, Stop it, people! They're Amish. It's dark outside. They're asleep. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's nighty night time. There. I think they have. I think they know what fire is. They probably have candles. It's, it's, it's like they oil Look, lamps and shit. Like, okay, like roosters crow at three a.m. <laughs> Shelly's right. The Amish are just like. Pet birds. As soon as it gets dark, they just they just assume that it's dark forever. Right? Me? Are you kidding? Like it's midnight. Clearly, duh. It's clearly late. Let's go to bed. And to sleep, sleep they all go. They all just immediately like every Amish person in the world just immediately passes out as soon as full darkness hits. Right. Exactly. (laughs) They curl up next to Bessie. Oh my god. No, like and they go to bed. I don't know. I'd like to apologize what? to any of the Amish people right. listening to this podcast. Okay, now hold it. If you're I Amish, would like to not apologize you're because you're already old. sinning if you listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's why it was funny and ironic. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so that's like bring... Zach and I both explained the joke. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, we had uh, it. Actually. Actually, the Amish don't listen to Ray, uh or podcasts. Um, but no, that is a great question. If I can get real, like, super smarky here for a second. Um, do any of us, are any of us here bothered when a social media account of a particular wrestler who is in character, um, breaks that to be mushy for some reason, like a wrestler who's like a real hard ass on social media, but then every once in a while, like, I know this would bother Eddie Torres if, (laughs) if a wrestler had a kick-ass match and is a real tough dude, but goes on Twitter well, and goes, really oh, I left yeah. all the ring. Much love to fucking Ric Flair. Really took it. I got you. I love you, man. We really did. We really killed it out there. Is that are any, are any of us bothered by that at all? When it seems like inconsistent or I really like, hate, I really hate those like with my boyfriend girlfriend like at Disney photos <laughs> that pop up Shelly on like fun. That's <laughs> what I'm learning. Yeah, I really hate like those moments on your badass like. 
I'm gonna go I'm punch this guy. Wrestler page. Yeah, like, some I hate big that. ass Mickey pretzel. Oh man, like I hate your Snapchat like like filter like goo goo eye page. Dad, stop it. I don't don't put that on your page. Like, well, and again, there you go, because that's personal shit. So right. keep that on your personal shit Facebook so that people who don't want to see that don't have to see that. Put that on your personal shit Facebook and don't yeah. and don't invite Shelly to like that. Yeah, no. right. Don't invite me. I'm not um, in. So, it, so I, you know, I kind of agree with Shelly, though I don't hate fun nearly as much as she does. <laughs> uh, Killer fun. Yeah, if you're, deal, if you're dealing with, a, like, a super badass character... And yeah, you got you got your picture at, at like she said at Disney. Okay, like I, I should never have to see like I'm trying to think of like. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I I love John, but John Davis is a badass. I don't know if I ever actually want to see him like posing with Mickey Mouse. But then again, right. I kind of do at the same time too because I'd be I want super to see... into that though because right. he would scare the fuck out of Mickey Mouse. Well, that would be right. the thing is I don't think John would pose with Mickey like non-ironic smile and like that. Yeah, like, he would just do every photo that John Davis yeah, has ever taken. Yeah, he would taken pose with Mickey Mouse like, as soon as this camera's <laughs> off, I'm knocking this motherfucker's head off. Like <laughs> Every you, photo he's in looks like he's about to, like, you, kill somebody. You notice Mickey's pants are suddenly very wet. Right. Like, well, as I say, every photo of John Davis is the last known photograph of whoever he's in the picture with. <laughs> You're not wrong. So... Uh, but like, would like something like that bother me? Yeah, maybe. But mm. the, like the post, like we had a really tough battle, and you know, respect to this opponent for you know bring, putting it all out there. No, that's like that's sportsmanship. I, I guess what how we now obviously if it's like a major blood feud, do I feel like they shouldn't do it? No, but you know what? And here's a prime example of that recently. Um, a fellow wrestling nerd radio network podcaster. Um, uh, Zachary uh, Zachary Cooper just got signed to Major League Wrestling, um, which you know, good for him on that one. Well, him As and he fucking should right. Oh, I and I completely agree. Well, him and Aaron Epic have obviously been feuding forever, um, and beating the living crap out of each other. And even Aaron Epic had to come on and go, "This guy deserves it. Congratulations for that. Now, can we get somebody to like punch him in the face for me?" Like right. that. That at least made sense. It's like, listen, no, I don't don't like him, but you know, he still deserves the respect for getting, you know, getting this, getting this contract. Something like that doesn't, doesn't bother me all that much, but if it's so completely out of like character beyond that, yeah, maybe a little bit. I, I don't think I hate it as nearly as much as Eddie Torres does. Um, but, but he's also a curmudgeon. He, well, yeah, but so. he, he'll admit he's a curmudgeon. So that's okay. So. Okay. Just say, but what do you guys think? Um, I don't know. I'm not terribly bothered by it. I mean, I'm still subscribed to, I'm still following uh, David Starr, and that's the angriest political post on my timeline every day. So it's like, <laughs> eh, if I've signed up for it, I've signed up for it. I'm not going to really be like, I can't believe I signed up to follow the ghost of Bruiser Brody, and he's fucking posted about his breakfast? Not for me. Like, no, it's, I signed up for it. I'll, I'll get what I get. Well, I mean, there's always a level of, like, you know, not everything's going to be 110% kayfabe. You know what right. I mean? And especially when it comes to social media. Like, you cannot maintain that all the time. That's right. just impossible to ask. Um, but as far as, like, the separating business and personal, like Shelly mentioned earlier, like, you still have to treat it like it's business. 
So it, not necessarily the whole, like, you can't post the, oh, hey, we had a great match. Like, good job tonight, brother. Like, by all means, support each other. Because if there's one thing that fucking wrestling needs, it's just fucking be nice to each other. Just want to shake everybody right. by the shoulders. Like, you're all in this together. Like, help each other. Um, but as far as, like, you know, like Shelly said, eh, some say, I don't need to see all your vacation photos, though. Like, mm. or, like, not all fans do. You know what I mean? Like, it may not bother me personally, but, like be conscious about how much of your life you're sharing with people who don't know you that well or only know you through this one facet of who you are true it takes away all it takes away your ability to be like i'm keeping some of my life private if you give us if you give us that inch we'll take the mile like that's how that's how fandoms work so like don't give too much because you know that at some point we're just going to take more and more so be smart about what you're going to, like, let be consumed of you. Like, right. it's a lot. But, and let me kind of counterbalance, because it's interesting Zach brought up David Starr in this situation. David Starr, obviously, like, like you said, has been making a lot of political, pretty much every day, yeah. has at least one political post that, that he makes. And that's his, his beliefs. That's what he's doing. That's fine on his end. I wish more people on the opposite side of this, if you don't like what David's saying or you don't like what somebody is presenting on their social media... Just unfollow them. Yeah. Right. Don't spend every day bitching with, geez, David, I wish you would, you know, you'd stop talking about Bernie Sanders. Guess what? David Starr is very behind the Bernie Sanders, you know, Bernie Sanders campaign and is trying to get, trying to get to it. If you don't want to read about him talking about Bernie Sanders, hit the unfollow button. David won't miss you all that much. um, And your world will be a better place for it because you're, you're not making yourself crazy with it. So I, I wish more people would do that, too. There's the opposite side. No, so, 110%. Yeah, like, instead of just bitching about something, like, then you don't have to fucking follow them. Like, mazel tov, have a great day. So I have sort of an aside question to this. Mm-hmm. What is everybody, and this is not just like the let's just dish on, on wrestlers' social media. Um, how does the group feel about wrestlers being horny on main? <gasps> With their social media. What do you mean? Uh, literally the entirety of AJ Gray's Twitter. Um, the dream booking of the Gray Sweatpants <laughs> Battle Royal, <laughs> where armchair booking w- was uh, pertaining Who to... Who got a big old hog? Uh, I'm pretty sure Tim Thatcher could choke a horse with his hog. Like, and First of all, I definitely subscribe to that philosophy and belief system and that's my new fucking religion and on a larger scale batista actively getting divorced and immediately hitting on dana brooke on social media (laughs) it's a little on the nose so my question to the collective here is how do we feel about wrestlers using social media (laughs) to be horny on main uh isn't that what everyone else is using the internet for? Right, I don't know. Right. Like, I mean, let's be honest. people. Right. If if my if the the minor like the super like minuscule emoticum of of fame again, I, there's air quotes you're not seeing here, but they're there that I get off of the, the indie cast could possibly like get a girl to touch my privates. I, I think I'm going <laughs> to use it. I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes. I'm saying if that works. Well, um, if anyone would like to touch Chad's privates, slide into those fucking DMs. Just know that the Coculus Maximus account is ready to get horny on main. Yeah. Yeah. Just slide into the at at IndieCast. That's fine. I mean, you can find IndieCast Maximus, but I don't check that one that often. But 
By yeah, plus if you slide into the IndieCast one, then we can all read it. We can all read that. Oh, yeah, exactly. so we can all enjoy. Yeah. Only acceptable for me to read those, right? I, I'll <laughs> forward them to you. I don't care. Okay, good, good. <laughs> so we're all pretty much live and let live on on. Yeah, the it's 2020, baby. Like we're doing it. <laughs> like we're we out here fucking. That's okay. what we're doing. <laughs> we out here. Dr- <laughs> the the official IndieCast social media take <laughs> is it's 2020. Drive fast and eat ass is what yes. we basically come to here. Okay, hashtag why is that not on a shirt? It <laughs> was. I, I saw it yesterday. in Disney Springs. There was a guy <laughs> with a NASCAR shirt, but it said drive fast and eat ass. And I said, how did Mickey Mouse let you in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did we ever tell the story about Shelly Shelley getting oh, in trouble with it. security at, at Disney Springs? You bet no, but I think, oh, well, we might have, but I think Luna has a very similar story. I do. I got in trouble at Universal. And mine's even wrestling related. Shelly <laughs> yeah. had a shirt that, that had a like a the stick figure of a, a woman tripping. Uh, and the, and the, underneath it, at the bottom of the shirt, it definitely said, bitches be tripping. And somebody, at, one of the security guards at Disney Springs, while we were getting ready to leave, mind you, we were like heading to the car. Stopped her and made Shelly go into the bathroom and turn the shirt inside out. Jesus Christ. Yeah, mine, uh, very similar. I was wearing a DX Suck It jersey because I was so proud that I fucking found one on eBay. Yeah, number 69, of course. Naturally. And so, we, same thing. We were leaving Universal and security was like, oh, you can't. You have to, like, change or, like, turn your shirt inside out. And I was like, we're literally leaving, so go fuck yourself. Like, and then I crotch-tapped him on the way out. Right. Um, no, I didn't do that because we had passes at the time and I wanted to be able to come back into the True. park. But I was like, I wore this all fucking day. And it doesn't even swear. It just says, suck it. Like, right. the fuck? Yeah, no, the jersey did not, it's for anyone who's not aware, the jersey did not say, D-Generation X, now line up and suck Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Sean Michael Hickenbottom Michaels' dicks right now. I mean, I would. Get but off the E.T. That, ride yeah. and get the sucking. That's not what it said. It had the number 69 on it. It's 2020, baby. <laughs> I mean. It's 2020. Yeah. Get off the E.T. ride and suck somebody's dick. Yeah. <laughs> that that is a that is we're gonna I, print money on I've this. I'm seeing one. a whole line of yeah. t-shirts right now. We're gonna need a new section on fullygimmick.com. Goodness. <laughs> a very it's the we fucking 2020 yeah. edition collection. Right. Yeah. 2020. 2020, we fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this was very filthy. I apologize. Yeah, this is all your fault. Sorry, all your fault. I don't know where we got off the rails. So I think it was me very whitely saying horny on Maine. And I yeah. think that's, yeah, kind of that's so true. Like, I was like, oh. By the way, horny on Maine. Also, add that to the shirt collection, please. That's yeah. well, then, then we would just officially be creating merchandise for AJ Gray at that point. Like, AJ Gray, you uh, So uh, I got lost in the sauce there. So, what was the next point that you had made? Uh, I don't even know, man. Um... Uh, well, I mean, we touched on it a little bit, but as far as, like, online can't be your only means of promotion. Yes. Because it's e- really easy to be lazy about it, because it's like, oh, I'll just share it on Facebook. But, like, one of those things that people don't take into consideration, especially, like, when you're working in regional areas, even though, like, you know, obviously you can watch online, territory systems dead, whatever. But as far as, like, if these 10 wrestlers all work in the same area... Odds are, on their fan pages or even on their Facebooks or whatever, they ha- the overlap of who's following who is probably pretty fucking big. 
Yeah. As far as like the same fans are going to follow this handful of wrestlers that they know. So if you're all just sharing the bullshit to the same people, no new people are getting their eyes on this. And so it's not going to make a difference. You're going to get the same fucking 50 people at your show that you right. always get because you're not actually reaching anybody new. Right. So, like, don't be lazy. Fucking promote your shows. Yeah, and I think the jumping point of that is what what should you be using a purely gimmicked social media account for? So many good promos. Exactly. So many promos. Why, did, why is Effie becoming a household name? Why is why did Warhorse blow the fuck up? Why did Donhausen blow the fuck up? Because they literally just took to their social media, and every day or every other day, they were creating character-related content. And, and ruling ass. And ruling ass. Um, and collecting teeth. And mm-hmm. being God's gift to gay. And yeah. so... A big gay queer struggle. Changing everybody's sexuality yeah. one post at a time. Right. Yeah. yeah so, exactly. by using it for that, as opposed to, eh, here's an event poster of something I'll be at, that's how you create buzz. Not just by saying, like, well, I did my part. I shared it to the same hundred people that everybody else shared it to. Mm-hmm. No, no. If you're going to make this worth it, either A, start posting some nudes, or B, Create some character content and make people want to follow you on social media. Or C. I'm just saying, if you're gonna uh, put, if you're gonna post nudes, let me know. I'll help coordinate that online organization. Well, but see, honey, that's what Patreon's for. So that's well, true. send your in, your nudes to at IndieCast, so that way we, we can give you the judgment. Exactly, the yay we or can nay. tell you yes, this is hot, and I'm proud to serve it. Or no, fucking try put a it back in the microwave. Yeah, yeah. And try a different filter. Right. I hear but you yeah, with that. I'm with this. Well, that's we, my we stance. Need, it, it, we need to help in this regard. I, I we, can... we need to help others put nudes on. Well. <laughs> yeah. But Just doing God's work. I'm point sorry, is, I keep interrupting you. Point is, um, without being like crabby promoter guy and being like, no, where are the promos? If you have a gimmick social media and you're not booked for something, you should still be trying things out and creating because... Who know? There's no downside to it. Right. If you're creating character-related content on a regular basis, the worst thing that can happen, as long as you're not an idiot about it, like right, if, like, I was if, like don't say like something if, shitty. Like yeah, yeah if your if your character-created content is, I'm gonna say the n-word a lot. Like that's not really the way to go. But if you're just creating content and just kind of like trying things out and and cutting promos, the worst thing that's gonna happen is you have a better understanding of who your character is. Best case scenario is you might get some bookings from it because people will notice. People might give a shit. Next thing you know, you've got a little bit of a of a crowd response and they want to see you places. Mm-hmm. Companies take notice. Next thing you know, you're booked. So that's what it should be used for, not just a daily, eh, I'm wrestling here, eh, I'm wrestling here, here's this, I guess, uh, here's this, I guess. Mm-hmm. Diminished returns, my friends. It's right. all about diminished returns. Yeah. And you know who I want to give some credit to? You mentioned the three big ones lately, uh, you know, and obviously Effie, Donhausen, and Warhorse, who are all, like you said, blowing the hell up because of what they've been doing online. Um, one, I'm kind of on a smaller scale right now, but I've been seeing a lot more of him, and, and I'm glad to kind of give him credit for it because he's obviously works for Punk Pro uh, as well. But um, Thrill Seeker Justin Black, mm-hmm. I've been more and more of stuff coming out for him lately and i've been you know it it, does it all work beautifully not necessarily but it's you know 
he's definitely been trying to get more and more out there to to gain more interest on it. And I think that's uh, that's a great person to kind of kind of watch out for. And um, obviously Serpentico, another one that we can mention, who's putting out Absolutely. a lot of like great stuff just every day. Um, has been you know comes up with something else, even if it's something ridiculous, and that's part of the fun of it all. So. Well, and I was going to say, especially in his case, he's got multiple hats to wear because he's got the Serpentico hat of, hey, I'm outlawing Russian leg sweeps mm-hmm. or I'm going to, you know, be king of chairs and or put me on first. I refuse yeah. to work the main event, <laughs> things like that. But then at the same time, sometimes he's got to put the teacher hat on and go, hey, by the way, I'm, I'm one of the head trainers at Team 3D Academy. Right. come to the school and learn to not suck in the ring. Yeah. So he's right. got multiple objectives he has to do with his social media and still finds time mm-hmm. for both. Most wrestlers may not have that. They may just right. have the, well, I'm going to be a wrestler and that's that. That's fine. Make yourself interesting. Absolutely. Oh, and, um, nope. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, one last person I, I definitely want to give credit for, and I'm, I'm surprised I didn't think of him right away uh, because it's uh, obviously my kid's favorite wrestler. Uh, if you're not looking at the stuff that um, Technical Alchemist David Mercury is doing online, mm-hmm. um, you should be, um, because he is definitely taking time to make, uh, you know, interviews and promos and stuff like that. Super interesting and something that you want to watch. So another person to be watching out for. Well, and if I can self-promote for a second, the fact that the goddamn internet title has a social media following mm-hmm. and exactly. does pretty well at engagement tells you everything you need to know. Like, have a clear-cut character, create something compelling, and post and post yeah. often, mm-hmm. and people will eventually take notice. Absolutely. And even those turn into, like, a, hey, let's jerk off all our friends on social media. Right. Um, but also, uh, Darren Corbin, who will be pro- debuting for Punk Pro Wrestling Media Week, which is so super exciting, because I'm so excited to see his wife. I love Brina. Because um, Zach asked me the other day, like, well, who are you really excited to see Media Week? And I was like, Brina! Who's um, not booked on any show as of yet. Right. She's just my like far away soul sister. But um, on his social media, he's always posting his uh, schedule of where he's going to be. Like he actually has it broken down on a schedule, which is super cool. And he does a YouTube web sh- series. Yeah, uh, so, Snapchat. Exactly. Snapchat, so like yeah. it's something creative. It's different. And it keeps regular content without being a giant pain. In- I mean, I'm sure it's a pain in the ass to film it. But like, you know, it's at least something else to get it out there. It's something different, you know, and it's. Like you said, there's no downside to getting weird with it. Yeah. Like you there's might no, as well. Like, there's no downside to being interesting. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. So this was almost like a little baby version of the gimmick guide. Like, hey, here's yeah. your little crash course on uh... well, and and interesting you mentioned that because here's one big question I have for you guys, obviously being being promoters uh with with uh punk pro wrestling. Uh what are some do's and don'ts for wrestlers contacting you about being on a show because i know you probably got to get that all the time hey how do i get on a punk pro show hey what do i need to do what what are some of the things that you've seen that you're like awesome and what are, what are one of two things that you've seen that you're like nope and already like i've deleted the email before i've even gotten even into it <laughs> um thankfully most people are pretty cool about it like usually the messages will go like hey here's who i am here's the area i wrestle in if they're messaging us from a personal account like they'll mention what if they have like a gimmick name or whatever um i love when they include usually either like a video they've either got a hype video or a couple of videos of their matches or something like that and like just a little overview of like hey here's who i am here's what i do like please book me or like hey i'd love to work with you guys like we generally thankfully haven't gotten a lot of like hey can i be on your show and we're like who the fuck are you 
Um, so usually, thankfully, we've been lucky so far that the messages we get are pretty cool. Um, yeah. The best package, I, the, and I... <laughs> Whoa, hey, whoa, hey. I was going to say it, and then I was like, no, it's perfect. The best package I've ever seen is Effie's. Okay. Because Effie is brilliant anyway. um, But what? because we've had Effie at Punk Bro, when you work with Effie and when you book Effie, Effie will send you a Dropbox link. And in the folder for Dropbox, it'll have the file for his theme song. It'll have current promo photos. It'll have, like, a copy of a promo video, like his hype video. It has everything you need to work with, promote, and include Effie on your show, and that's fucking brilliant. So, like... Super smart. Exactly. Having your shit together, like you said, there's no downside to being interesting. There's no downside to having your shit together. Like, it's always gonna impress... I I mean, not maybe not every promoter, but me, as somebody who's working in the industry for only a couple of years, like, whenever you come at me with that, I'm like, all right, you know who you are, you know what you do, and I appreciate that you've brought this to me as, like, a neatly wrapped package. Um, yeah, I will say you some... get it kind of like randomly thrown at you in a handkerchief. Like well, I was just, gonna, I was just okay. gonna say, yeah. so Luna gets to live in this beautiful bubble yeah. of <laughs> um, working on merchandise and, and being the, the leader of uh, uh, fully gimmicked and, and just a queen of, of wrestling in general. I, on the other hand, have to live in the trenches. Oh, yeah, with you the get plebes, to deal with the hard stuff. And yeah. so. Zach gets get, all the face-to-face interactions. Yeah, I, I don't have to do that. Bombarded with plenty of what's going on, brother? What's <laughs> happening, man? Where where we do we got room on punk pro? What's going on? And I go, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> don't talk to me about it. <laughs> right. Um for me, I would say there are definitely people who reach out. And it does kind of come across what Shelly said at the very beginning about uh, not when she was saying not separating personal and business on social media for the Allens. There are definitely ones that are just like, hey, you up? Like that kind of vibe. <laughs> you want to book me on your show? Um, which is not great. For me, <laughs> if someone was going to really like dazzle, you know, old beardy britches over here, mm-hmm. I would say similar to what you mentioned with Effie. But I would, even if it's the first time contacting or you've worked with us before or we've run in similar circles or whatever the, the, the situation may be, if you've got something interesting that you want to bring to the table, that would be, that would cut to the core quickest for me. Okay, if it was point. like, hey, I'm wrestler XYZ, but I really want to try this thing and this is what it's going to look like. Do you think we could maybe figure out a way to make mm-hmm. this work? Um, well, enough like, to get to inside baseball, but even at um, there was a punk pro show where right. there was a tag team match and yes. some wild shit broke out. Right. And before said show, they said, "Hey, we have this idea." And Zach said, "Don't tell me what it is. Yeah. Just go fucking do it yeah. and go buck wild." And it was great. Well, as, as an example, now this isn't what happened, but as a hypothetical, let's say um, the first time Captain Nova came to punk pro. He and I, had, in reality, he and I had talked about it for a while. We'd come up with some ideas, whatever, whatever. But if he had approached me like, hey, I've got this cosmic cube. I want to time travel. Can I can do we, it at your can show? Can we make this yeah. work for your show? I would have been like, I'm immediately interested. <laughs> Let's see what we can do about this. Do you have any footage of your actual wrestling match? Like, that's a great. Basically, this comes down to I almost treat it like a dating site. 
what are you going to do to get me interested to want to look further into your message? What's going to make me want to suck your dick? Right. What? I'm just leaving. <laughs> I don't e- know why I'm doing I'm, this. I'm so sorry. I'm, you're horny <laughs> on Maine, dude. Uh, I'm getting off the ET ride. What are you going to say that's going to make me suck your dick? <laughs> just to tie it back into our metaphor familiar. I'm um, so sorry. But no, that would be my advice for me personally is like, not if you want to go a step further than the Effie method of like, hey, here's all of my shit already mm-hmm. together. If you already have something interesting, if you're like, like you said, hype video, whatever the case may be, if you go, hey, I wrestle in a goddamn banana costume, I would be like, okay, well, let me at least see what's going on here. To be fair, um, fair. we tend to lean and embrace weird shit. So, like, in the context of wrestling, where we're like, hey, come to us with time travel ideas. That's very specific. Or belt. This is very specific to punk pro rules. True. But I think a similar idea, if you go, hey... I would love to work for your company. Here's something cool I can bring to the table. Or here's that what my specialty is. Or here's what my character or whatever thing is. If you're like a fucking suplex machine, feel free to bring that up in the intro. You right. know, like what's going to set you apart from the other, you know, 50 people I've yeah, got if, sliding if, into my DMs. If I'm, if I'm suplex guy, that would yeah. be my opening line. Like, hey, I'm such and such. I'm out of this territory. Mm-hmm. Who do you need for me to come and dump on their head? Like, because right. that's <laughs> what I do really well. I would be like, holy shit, okay, what are we talking about here? That would at least be interesting. But just like the, hey, I've been wrestling for this long, I was trained at this school, it's pretty cool, and uh, put me on your show. It's like, whoa, okay, uh, well, I, you, let's see what we can do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my little, uh, that's a little inside baseball yeah. there. For, for at least us. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure like there's plenty I said, of wrestling of companies, the... if... If, again, Eddie, if Eddie Torres is running a company, don't be like, hand the banana suit guy. He'd be yeah. like, you can show up. We're going to beat the balls off of you, yeah, but you can show up. Don't bring the banana suit. Right. Yeah, don't, don't do that. That's very specific to us as humans on Earth today. Right. Yeah. So, Sorry, well, I was like, oh, that's good. Was... Beat the balls off of you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Rock and ball torture came back around, huh? Hey. The, the, the theme... Of the indie cast in 2020, <laughs> cock and ball torture. No, it'd be CBT, we fucking. Okay, yeah. there you go. Because we have to like include all of it. Indie cast like, is horny on Maine in yeah. 2020. I'm so sorry. I should. Somebody needs to. This is why we got to get you on the show more often. No, we got to get you on more often because you're getting these one, these one off bursts. If it was a little bit of horny on Maine each week, it'd be a little more palatable. That's true. That's true. Maybe over time. You got to get it all in in the yeah. one, and it's like, oh, geez, because who knows when well, she's going back. Yeah. Well, here let's let's get let's get really horny on Maine. Hey, hey, Luna, how about you get your shit in? There you go. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, well, we've dropped a ton of new merch on yeah, Fully yeah. Gimmicked. Absolutely. We have a whole new line of stuff for Gary J. Um, speaking of somebody who's going to be at Punk Pro at right. WrestleMania week also, so he can fucking chop the shit out of everybody on the roster, because that's what you do. Um, so we've got a bunch of new stuff for that. Um, we've actually dropped quite a few new things for some of our future gimmick kids. Um, we've also um, brought in some more uh, lady designs. Absolutely. We've got uh, Victoria Rain, the Empress of Evil, uh, the Weapon of Ass Destruction, uh, Double D Rose. Mm-hmm. We've been dropping all kinds of merchandise lately, so definitely check on Fully yeah, Gimmicks. It's been uh, hog wild, and we are also uh, preparing to make some hella cool shit for Mania Week, because basically, like, 
timeline of the year wise like we're that's this is it's christmas yeah it's christmas i was like this is what we're gearing up toward like it's september and the stores are starting to play holiday music so right. like we're running uh towards that goal but we're definitely like i said releasing new stuff pretty much weekly now so definitely keep an eye on our social media uh which i need to get better at using um no you don't we hired somebody to do that well i mean as far as like posting updates oh, and true. New shit, yes. like it, that has been a phenomenal addition to the Philly Gaming family, and I love him endlessly for that. But you, uh, I, as a person, just need to get better about like promoting my own shit and following yeah. all the crap that I just talked about. Yeah, um, yeah that's uh, mostly my shit. Cool. Yeah. What uh, what are you doing? Um, you can see please, me on. Please go see our WrestleMania show. Yeah, please buy tickets uh, to uh, the Punk Pro Wrestling Dirty Little Secret Show number two, which is March the thirty first. Uh, at 10. It's a little bit of a later night show, but that means we can get extra crazy. Uh, and then the next Punk day... Pro after that. Right, true. And then uh, the next day, April the 1st, is Cyberpunk Pro 2020. And the tickets are available on Eventbrite. If you look up... Uh, we Run This Town, which is the GCW um, collection of shows that were a part of Conglomerate yeah. Master... Totem pole of holy shows, shit, yeah. holy shitness that we're a part of. If you look that up on Eventbrite, you can get uh, tickets for each individual show. You can go all day, which is cheaper, or you can buy just particular shows. Um, there's uh, Jalex takes back the power. There's um, obviously GCW. GCW's shows. big holy shit show. Goddamn Tajiri! Uh, I get to see Tajiri. Uh, anyway, you got a mecha boner for that. Yeah. I know. So uh, that whole uh, Tuesday and Wednesday block is going to be absolutely bonkers. It's an mm-hmm. amazing way to start off the biggest week in professional wrestling. And celebrate Punk Pro's anniversary, because we started Mania Week. We started uh, from the storage unit, and now we're here. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's it. That's all for our Get Our Shit In. Well, way to glow up, guys. Way to glow up. Yeah, you damn right. And uh, my one Get Your Shit In for this one, obviously follow all the social media, but we have one new piece of social media that you should be following right now. Go to Facebook, search Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. We have officially started our own uh, channel for the, you know, uh, page for the channel. So you should be following that right now, along with following IndieCast, along with following uh, This Makes No Sense, along with following Team Hammerfist, etc., etc., etc. Which, as my final little piece of inside baseball, I did ask Zach Cooper if getting signed to MLW, I'm like, did they say anything about your podcast about, like, Kane's dick and stuff? And he was like, not yet. I was like, all right, well, that's all I need. We're still in business, Woo-hoo! baby. <laughs> yeah. Just cash that first check, buddy. That's right. Let's do it. So, so keep listening. Keep yeah. listening to all of that, especially to Zach Cooper show until MLW figures out it's actually a thing. Yeah. Uh, and then they shut that, that shit down. So, but for now, it's still there. Uh, and, uh, and for now, we're always still here. So thank yeah. you all, uh, dozens and dozens, for uh, listening to this wonderful After Dark episode of this week. Uh, until next time, everybody, uh, I'm getting off the ET ride. Come suck my dick. <laughs> you broke him. I was not expecting that at all. Holy shit. That's what I threw out there. I'm Coculus Maximus. No, that's it. We're done. The sigh from <laughs> Shelly sealed the deal. That's it. Bye. End of show. Oh, God, just shove it in my face. I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. <laughs> Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty-ass Meryl Street. We are, we're touching wieners. Not touching wieners good. professionally. Ric Flair said fuck a six-pack, and he never lost an ounce of pussy. What I am 
is a big, queer, stone-cold Steve Austin. Mom, save vagina.